At the Last Supper, Jesus gave them such a lesson. By his actions, Jesus rebuked their selfishness and pride. And the more you think about the scene, the more powerful it becomes. Everything that Jesus did as he prepped them for the Last Supper, as he, as he opened the way for them to worship his sacrifice of his body and his blood, every element of it is just so full of meaning. It's certainly an illustration of what Paul would write years later to the Philippians. And Peter must have been recalling that event because when he wrote his first epistle, he, he wrote this in chapter 5. In fact, it's addressed, first of all, to elders. And it says, clothe yourself. And he uses the word, the Greek word for what Jesus did. It says Jesus took off his outer robe, and then it says he tied around his waist in a knot the towel of a slave. Now, remember what happens. They wouldn't wash each other's feet. So they all came into the meal with stinky feet and polluted, proud hearts. And so Jesus took off his outer garment, stood in the humble attire of a slave, and tied a towel to kind of solidify that, that portrait. And then he knelt and did what none of them would do. And in doing so, he smote them at the heart of their pride. And Peter said, to the end of his life, all of us, elders, starting with the elders, but all of us should be clothed. We should, we should tie on humility like a garment like Jesus did. So Peter thought about it. John wrote about it. And it's remarkable how often the apostle John reminds us of Christ's humility. He said this in John 5, 19, the son can do nothing of himself. Jesus said, I don't do anything on my own. Don't think it's all me. It's my Father in heaven. See how his humble attitude, it's not me. I came down from heaven, he said in John 6, 38, not to do my will, but the will of him that sent me. Again, I can't do anything on my own. I didn't come to do my own thing. I'm always doing the will of my Father. Then Jesus said in John 8, and I seek not my own glory. So what would be Christ's Last Supper message to us? Well, let's turn from... Uh, well, if you are in your Bible, to John 13, from wherever you are, if you were in Philippians or whatever. But look at John 13. And this, this account starts in verse 1. And, and it's the, the beautiful picture of the message Christ wants to give each of us at the, at the Lord's Supper every time we gather. At the Last Supper, Jesus has a message as we turn onward to John 13, we enter that night of nights. It's Christ's last night on earth. It's Passover time. It's the Seder meal that both Christ and his disciples had participated in from the earliest days, and he was going to change it. He took a 1,446-year-old tradition of the Jews and altered it as he made it and transformed it into what we call the Lord's Supper or communion. The first Lord's Supper night, the disciples were troubled they were unfocused. They were arguing. They were out of step with Jesus. They had everything on their minds but him. Isn't that the constant struggle that Jesus had with them? While he talked of heaven, they thought of earth. While he talked about how they should be transformed, they thought of others needing transformation, not themselves. They didn't seem often to get the message. 
So Jesus directed it toward them. And it's Christ's lesson. It says that in verse 1, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus knew his hour had come that he should depart this world to the Father. And having loved his own that were in the world, he loved them to the end. And the supper, that's the Passover being ended, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand and that he had come from God and was going to God, verse 4, rose from the supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself, there's that word, tied himself up with a knot like a slave, and after that, he poured water into a basin. And he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girdened. So that's the setting of this event, this message that Christ has for us. And in John 13, Jesus teaches all of us how we ought to prepare for meeting with him at the supper. Jesus teaches a life-changing lesson on the choices we have to make in order to have a wonderful time dining with him like we're going to do tonight. This night is the night that marks the first communion. The picture of humility is nowhere more clearly seen than Jesus on his knees washing the disciples' feet, but not just the good ones. He was washing the bad one. He washed Judas's feet. You see, it's interesting. He wasn't, he wasn't just washing the fans. He was washing the traitor. He was also washing those so out of step with him, the, the distracted disciples, and showing his love. Of all the pictures of Jesus' humble and sacrificial love, this is the most compelling because they had dirty feet and polluted attitudes.